Recording. One, two, three. That should be good. Okay. All right. Uh, hello, people. Me this there. is Untitled and Unfocused. I'm unfocused. I am Tyler. Oh. And I am... You <sighs> <laughs> really... <laughs> Otherwise known as Raymond. And, uh, yeah. How you doing, Ray? How you doing today? We're doing good, we're doing good. That's great. Glad to hear it. Try, try to bring the energy. And, uh, that, that's awesome. Um, today, Ray, we got... You hate to see it when it happens. We got, uh... What's the word I'm looking for? The sleeper week? Uh, no. We, yes, but no. Uh, we oh. got... We got bamboozled by one oh. of our shows this week. Is the show Nana? Yeah. <laughs> it was like 96% recap. What are we doing? Well, you know? we can just, just talk about it now. Nana. Recap. That's it. <laughs> yeah. that, that's I mean, all there is. No. I mean, there was like a couple additional scenes. Um, to fluff they it. anything. Fluffs are good. Yeah, it, it ties it a bit crazy. better with the characters we've seen before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was fine, right? I mean, this this definitely cements our theory from last week, um, where we we're hoping that like going forward we're gonna get some new stuff. So them showing it again is them being like, okay, we're, we're back in present time. It, it's kind of okay. So like, they hit you with the, this is where our characters kind of do stuff and meet. Then they're like, let's see how they got there. And then like, okay, we're going to recap them there now. Mm-hmm. And then now we're going to go and we're actually going to see how they got there again. And then we're going to recap how they're there. And then they're back there. And then we're going to recap how they got there. That's just not it. It's just going to loop these six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if next week is like episode two, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> But what if it's episode two, but then it also expands about those characters that no other characters, so then we're seeing, like, more lines connect. We just watched the same, the same show, like, eight times over, but each iteration is, like, slightly more detailed. Yeah. Be insane. <laughs> That's my next uh, idea for any anime. <laughs> ooh, okay. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's, like a, it's like a psychological show. It's basically going to be higurashi where they loop the same amount of times but instead of different things happening it's the same thing happening over and over again (laughs) have you um i don't remember if this is something that we've done together do you uh you ever watch the i'm I'm pretty sure it is you ever watch the uh or listen to the the john mulaney clip of the salt and pepper diner I think that's something we listen to individually but never together but never i together. do know exactly okay yeah so for anyone out there please go listen to it it is it's probably his most famous joke i think um it's a pretty good one yeah um but that's kind of what your idea reminded me of of just like the like producers being like how many times can we play the same six episodes over and over again before like someone raises the question of like hey hold on a second <laughs> what's going on here and then and then we give him a little taste with like a secret seventh episode 
and they're like, oh, finally. And then we just hit him again with the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> That's our 13 episode season, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, again, everyone go listen to it. That's that's kind of what John Mulaney talks about in his joke. He's like doing something over and over again. Um, yeah, I still do like the episode. I, I don't like that it's a recap, but oh. the episode itself... Me learning he's in Puss in Boots from a VTuber clip? Insane. Now I have to watch the new Puss in Boots. I was already going to want to watch it. I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen it yet, though. Do you know what character he is? Yeah, I know what character. I don't know what the character does. She heard of that one before. This is the pie-eating one. He kisses girls and eats the pies. Mm, okay. But like, what does that's he do? That's supposed to be right. That, that, that's like his character. It's like the fairy. It's like the short yeah. fairy tale, though. It's like, I forget the one name. Like, he kisses girls and eats the pies or whatever. Mm, mm. That's like his character yes. trait, right? Yeah. The the, the very classic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one fairy tale. I, forget, I don't know the name off the top of my head because it's been a while since I've heard it. Yeah, I don't. But if I look I up the character remember. in Puss in Boots, like, I'll find it like Puss in Boots Last Wish. It's a pretty Wikipedia. good gig, though. Just get to eat pies. Then it's gonna be little Jack Horner sat in the corner eating his Christmas pie. So I'm like, who's the one that kisses, dude? What a good boy am I? Who's the kisser one? Nursery rhyme kiss. No, no, not this. Georgie Porgy. It's Georgie Porgy. He kissed the girls and made them cry. I'm, I'm just mixing them up, dude. Oh, no. I was mixing them up. It started off so happy, and now it's sad. Georgie, it's like Georgie Forgy putting in pie against the girls and made them cry. When the girls came out to play, Georgie Forgy ran away. I thought it was that one. No, he's little Jack Horner. I also heard of this one, though, where he's like, sat in the corner and he's with the pie for those thumb. What a good boy am I? I've, heard, I've read that one in Mother Goose before. Mm-hmm. I've had it read to me as well. So I guess he's big now. It's Big Jack Horner. I just know he's kind of fat. Movie. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. <laughs> that is his trait. But his head's still pretty small. Mm. That's unfortunate. He's got that uh, got that kingpin in him. Mm. Mm. Yes. Big kingpin and Ricky. So that's not. So that's not a. Yeah. <laughs> um, place further than the universe. I like this one. I like that we uh, we're starting to travel. Not we're not quite on the ship yet. Mm-hmm. But we have left Japan. This is good for banter. This episode's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, with, with the whole traveling thing, with them, new stuff, uh, and the the big conflict with uh, Hinata losing her passport, or I feel like maybe her passport was stolen. <laughs> Is the actual answer? No, she, just, yeah. she forgot she gave the passport to Shirase, and then she forgot she had the passport. Classic conundrum. What you gonna do about it? Could they have just returned? If everyone just searched their possessions, 
Yeah, I know. It would have solved the problem. That wasn't the case. Because you believe it's just you. I feel like I would have done that, though. Like, even if I felt like I was 100% sure I didn't have it. Just to be sure. Just to, you know, cover all you our bases. You everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, a passport's pretty important. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you lost, like, a shirt or something. It's like, okay. Like, that's fine. But the passport? To be fair, Very she's kind of freaking out. She's like, yeah, you got your passport, right? She's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all did. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, yeah. Like, the one question where she was like, hey, dude, do you have your passport? And she's like, oh, yeah. I keep it right here in my bag. And she's like, yeah, so do I. <laughs> Weird questions. So, I'm just like, asking. I'm just checking on you to make sure you're good. I'm I'm good. Are you good? <laughs> like she was good. hoping that someone else also lost theirs to have like solidarity. <laughs> so you don't understand. Uh, okay, on the plane, she was Shirase was watching the uh, the penguin documentary and she was crying. Yeah. Still, my just, favorite part is the penguin. Just waves of emotions. Shirase and penguins name a better pair. Dude, I can't wait till they actually see penguins in an article. She's, She's gonna, gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> that is episode 13. She came to Antarctica to actually commit suicide by a penguin. Oh no. <laughs> that's so. That's traumatic because how is. How's that penguin gonna feel? How's that penguin gonna be able to face its family when it has to go back and realize that it was the cause? Of a death. You've seen, you've seen Happy Feet, right? I have. I've all seen Happy Feet too. Nothing like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> did you know Robin Williams was in that movie? Yeah, actually, I did know that one. He voiced uh, the penguin. Uh, the older one. Yeah, that's like the, the like shaman penguin. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Was Elijah one the young one? Um, was he just like the main character? I think so. Who made Happy like, Feet? Was that was that DreamWorks? It's like a real, uh, yeah. Elijah Wood is Mumble. That, that doesn't answer if they were the main character or. <laughs> yeah, Mumble's the main character. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Hugh Jackman's in this movie. Nicole Kidman, Hugo Weaving. This is a stack. Steve Irwin? Oh, that's cool. This is a stack pass. You appreciate this. Wait, like the Steve Irwin? The Steve Irwin. How? What, when was that movie made? 2006. Okay. You know what's funny? There's no proof at all, but in my head I was thinking 2006. It's pretty good. There's no way for me to prove that, but <laughs> I was thinking 06. Happy Feet 2 has the the cast is back in Happy Feet 2. Oh, that's that's a good get. Brad yeah, Pitt's in this one. Matt Damon? Wait, hold up. Sophia Vergara. The cast is just. Oh, man. Guys, we gotta get in this movie. <laughs> I can't imagine that either. I mean, the first movie had to do well for them to make a second one. The thing is, okay, like, Robin Williams is four characters in the first movie. Of course he is. He is Ramon, Cletus, Loveless, and the narrator. And then the third one. 
aren't they all part of the same group? Yeah. Like like they roll together. So so he plays. So like multiple <laughs> characters is fun, but you play an entire this... gang of characters <laughs> where they like talk to each other. Yeah. This that is ridiculous. Brad Pitt and Matt Damon are both the Krills. They're two Krills. Well, I guess kind of just gang together. Those are two actors that I feel like just show up in things. Little random things. They just decide to be in them. I mean, I'm going to say it again. I thought Brad Pitt was overrated until I started watching more Brad Pitt movies. And now I'm like, he's good. What are some highlights? Of Brad Pitt? Yeah. So I pulled the filmography. Have you seen uh, Bullet Train? I've, seen, I've not seen Bullet Train yet. I'm still, uh, that's on the list. Yeah, that one looks good. It looks like a more comedic John Wick. That's all I need. I was nobody, but then you hate nobody. Nobody was not as good. I feel like, I don't know. Not as good. It was fine. Like, yeah, nobody was, was okay. And that's okay. It's okay to be okay. Because I feel like that was trying to almost like parody John Wick, but then it also took itself too seriously to be a parody. And I was like, mm -hmm. this, this is a weird tone. I don't like it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was pretty good. Okay. You see the best cameo in Deadpool 2? Sure. Yep, yep. He was the like invisible guy, right? So good. We're going to pay Brad Pitt to be in this movie, but he's not going to show his face. Yeah. <laughs> Here. He was in Fury. Fury's good. Next 12 role. Years a Slave. Obviously, Happy Feet 2. You know, <laughs> strong movie. His magnum opus. Uh, Moneyball. Never seen that. Yeah, uh, Mega Man as Metro Man? Come on. Okay, I feel like we're not. Megamind, getting... Megamind is pretty good. Oh, Mega Mind. Okay. Not Mega Man. Mega Mind. I thought you Mega Man. I was like, he's in a game. Mega Mind. Yeah. Metro Man's pretty good, dude. Mega Mind is vastly underrated. It's too good. Again, another another stack cast. If you look at it and analyze, like who's in this movie. Again, like Will Ferrell, Brad Pitt, Tina Fey, Jonah Hill. David Cross, J.K. Simmons, Ben Stiller, Tom McGrath. But they they were in a, what in the world? They had mocap, or was Will Ferrell dressed up in costume for this? They can't show me this image. I'm gonna send it this in here. This is. Can't send me this picture of him at Comic Con and expect me to like <laughs> not look at that. Come on. Inglorious <laughs> Bastards. I never watched Benjamin Button, but you know I've heard it was good. Oceans, Oceans, you know, 11, 12, 13. Come on. Mm-hmm. But. Mm. Troy. Uh, people say Mr. and Mrs. Smith is okay. Sinbad, you know. Oh, as the titular Sinbad. 
Of being John Malkovich, Fight Club, Seven, Twelve Monkeys, Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, you know, he's, he's good. Hmm. I haven't seen that one either, but I'm like, oh, we got a. We got names out here. These are movies. happy feet. Yeah. Suicide <laughs> So then it's sad feet. The worst kind. Because, you know, the guy can't sing. Mumble can't sing, so that's why he's named Mumble. So he just tap dances. Yeah. I don't know how the movie ends. <laughs> It ends with him tap dancing and he gets a mate. That's how the first one ends. Mm. Mm. The second one, I can't tell you what happens in that one. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> they probably have a kid, I would imagine. The kid so is the main know. character now in that one. Yeah. And they can't sing or dance, so they're basically worthless. So he just dies. Mm. <laughs> we get to eat him by like a, like a orca or something. Like the first five minutes in the movie, and the, yeah. the other <laughs> eighty-five minutes is them coping with the loss of. It's like, oh man, we. It got kind of real. <laughs> how did this, how did this get greenlit? How did this get so far in production? <laughs> I would have greenlit that. That would have been this movie teaches loss, kids. <laughs> Some of y'all haven't seen Bridget Terabithia, and it shows. Mm. Couldn't they have just sold the expensive tickets back and gotten the the cheap ones again? That's true. Because, like, she was stressing over it. Spent all of her money getting the expensive ones because they thought they'd have to mm -hmm. stay on track. She literally dropped the million yen. It was like, we're doing this. Crazy. I would have just been like, hey, so sorry about that. I like that. <laughs> but can we trade? None of them have dairy indeed. Mm. And then they're like, that's your punishment. You eat durian. Yeah, because they both put them through so much. Then they got the food at the restaurant and it was just servings they didn't expect the sizes for to be insane. Huge servings. And they ate everything, you could tell. They're not. I mean, you there. have to. You can't waste food if you paid for it. I feel like they could have just gotten like a like a to go box, right? That's like normal. A to go bucket. <laughs> well, depends on what restaurant you go into, though. But the fancier restaurant you go into, the less likely they have to go. Sure, they were not a fancy restaurant, though. Fancy restaurants don't give huge portions like that. They also don't serve like just children in general. <laughs> Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're dressed like that, no. Mm -hmm. Can't be too fancy. And they were like, we got ice cream. <laughs> it's like, how are you still eating? It's the addictive, dude. It's that, it's that teenage energy where you can eat everything, no matter what. Mm. Yeah, it just then burns you lose real quick. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. 
Um, yeah. I think that was a fitting punishment, though. But now, like, they're... They're ready, right? Yeah, they're good. Everything's all good. Going to Antarctica. We're going to do it. Back half of the season. It's going to be their actual endeavor, right? Mm-hmm. This episode was nice. It was like the micro problem and how do you solve it as a team? Mm. Right, yeah. Where there's still like, there's still <laughs> comfort. There's still like, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the word? I don't know. Comfort, I guess. Um, uh, there's no real danger here. Yeah, no real. Yeah. Right. No real. Yeah. yeah. And just like dealing with each other, right? Because even mm-hmm. when, um, I don't know the one girl's name, the one, the, the actress, um, mm-hmm. She didn't like that she had to sleep with Mari because Mari's just like restless and her moving Mari just for Mari to move back instantly. <laughs> yeah. She's that looking like I'm 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 gonna kill her. One of us is not making out of this room. <laughs> it's not me. Yeah, right. We just the episode just cut with her and a pillow in hand, like hovering over <laughs> her face, and then the door opens and another two walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I, I already killed one. What's two more? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that's how you put it. Where it's like they problem solving with each other, and now they're gonna be able to really test it out when they're in Antarctica, the, the frozen tundra. For real, for real problems. Right. Expedition problems. It's gonna be cool to see because we we didn't have like multiple episodes on it, but we did see a little bit of them like training and like learning like the, the like basics of what they're supposed to do. So it'd be mm-hmm. cool to kind of see that uh, in action for real. Should be good. Yeah. So that was good. Um, next we got Iron Blooded Orphans episode six. Um. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this was. Uh, sort of in a similar vein to a place for the universe. I feel like it was kind of more of like the team coming together, a lot more of an acceptance with Kudelia. Nice chill episode. Again, another chill one. Yeah. So like, takeaway is that they're trying to contact Jupiter for the mafia for protection. Right. Because you can't do this alone. So now we're dealing with the mafia. As always. <laughs> yeah, it always it always circles around every story. Can't wait for the Penguin Mafia to come in. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be some deals to be had. One of them is not one of them's not going back to Japan. <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You know, because I think we talked about last time where it's like, what other problems are they going to run into before they actually get to Earth? And and I feel like it would be something like this, because, like, we don't know if they're actually going to, like, get any allies, right? Like, because, like, they don't really have anyone at this point, mm-hmm. because you figure they, they staged a coup. <laughs> so, like, all the people that were in authority with their previous group is gone. So not to them kind of, you know, you know, I definitely think there is some like desperation in, in their group to be like, okay, we need, we need a connection somewhere. 
because we can't just, you know, we can't just skip planets like this. And then even with like what Kudeli is trying to do with getting peace, all that good stuff. I don't know. I don't know. How, so I don't know how successful they can to be. say, but uh, we don't know the exact political spectrum. They did show a little bit more of that. There was a lot of world building they just shoved in here. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the like blocks. Like who <laughs> like owns what? Blocks, yeah. yeah, which is cool. Classic Gundam, right? Gundam always gets into like the politics stuff. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was I was waiting. I remember there was a line, and, and I was waiting for it to be, you know, because up until this point, one thing with Kudelia's character, and then also bouncing off of Mikazuki, is the whole like, you know, almost like pity. It's like, oh, well, I want to be on your level, but you're clearly below me, and everyone here knows it, right? It's like, oh, I want to change that, I want to get the peace and all that. The, there was a line where he, where she was, like, summing up what she's trying to do and, you know, get, like, freedom or whatever for the Martians. And, uh, and then Mikazuki was like, oh, so you want to do this just to make us happy? And then she said yes. And I was waiting for that was, to he be... He didn't really look that happy for that one. Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for that to be, like, some sort of teaching moment where it's like, oh, this is the reason, like, there's no, like, th like that's your answer. <laughs> it's like, such a weird answer. Um, because you imagine that's not why, that's, not, that's the sole reason why she's doing this. Mm -hmm. But for her to just kind of cave and be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's to make you happy. It's very, very odd. And, uh... Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, we got to a little bit of uh, of Orga and like his how he feels his perception is from Mikazuki. Yeah, he has to appear strong. That's like his thing. Yeah, yeah, that like again, like classic relationship, right? But it is like he has to be like the strong one, the leader. He has to succeed because he says like, oh, everywhere I go, I always feel like he's he's watching me with those eyes. Um. And we've seen it almost every episode, right? Where where Mikazuki is given a problem, and he's just like, "Oh, well, well, well Orgo will take care of it. Orgo will tell me what to do, and we can we can bang it out." So it's like that. They're you know, both that kind anchored of on each other. It's really bad, actually. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very much dependent on each other. Yeah. Like Orgo needs Mikazuki to hit for his impossibilities, but then mm -hmm. Mikazuki relies on Orgo for everything he needs as well. Yeah, yeah, for like any, you know, any sense of direction. Mm -hmm. Because Mikazuki doesn't have any. <laughs> just kind of eats food and chills. It's really pointing the org of that flag is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> or even the org of failure is going to happen, where he can't do it. It has to, right? Mm -hmm. It'll probably happen on Earth, I would imagine. Once they get there, be something big that happens. Um, And then... The episode ends with uh, one of the presidents signaling in, and he's like, "Hey, give me my ship back!" <laughs> and he and you, you thieves. And, and you know, so that's that's it's like very... we didn't steal this. There was a contract. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they don't care, right? Again, that kind of comes back to what that one guy said about like adults versus kids. Adults mm -hmm. are scary or whatever. And so you know, that's that's what we're talking about the whole alliance. Like they, they they need someone to kind of back them, or else there's there's always going to be everyone trying to take advantage of them. 
So this is a nice calm again before like another problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it sets up next episode very nicely. Episode has a big lack of biscuit. Only get the one biscuit scene with Oregon. Right. <laughs> big lack of biscuit. Mm -hmm. Big biscuit lack. Does that uh, does that bring down the episode for you? A little bit. I'm a big biscuit fanboy. Hmm. He's probably going to be the best character by the end of this entire show. Oh, you think so? You want to make an official prediction? Guaranteed Biscuit's the best. Oh, man. <laughs> that is a Raymond guarantee. This is, this is including season two. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's like Biscuit is ride or die, boy. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. He's like the Armin for this group, except better. Mm. Okay. Because he okay. actually takes initiative. Sure. Because hmm. Armin's we'll done like 90% of the time. This is post like season one or whatever. I feel like Armin's always like indecisive. That's true. He does. He needs a push every time before he can actually do something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like he's I, almost there. Like he's like ninety percent there, and then like, oh, the push is there. Okay, I'm good. I I, I made the choice. What about him in uh, uh, what is, what's um. Uh, Anne? Is that her name? Annie? Annie. There we go. Mm. What about him and her on the on the ship? I feel like he was he was pretty decisive in like his feelings in yeah, that scene. He, yeah, he got that under control. Yeah. yeah. I give Armin credit when I give him credit. Okay. okay. Like, like he like 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 fighting the uh, the colossal titan. I mean, he knew it was a death he was going into, but gotta give him credit on that one. That was pretty good. Yeah, he went for it. Like, he can he can make the choice when he wants to make the choice, but most time he's just like, what should I do? But it's also like a plot point to control him, though. Like, you don't, his arm is too good. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, just the way he's set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like he's too good, so you have to give him that character trait, so stuff can actually happen in the story. Because always Armin can solve problems like easily; he just didn't care. Mm -hmm. You see that? I think next season is when the next part comes out. We're getting that movie. Is it the movie or like, or like the special episode length? It's a special. I, listen, man, I can't tell you what it is. Because it has like 17 qualifiers. I heard you're in, in Mappa. Weapon? I heard you're in Mappa, so like you can give the secret sauce. My dad works at Mappa. <laughs> <laughs> he said, please help. <laughs> we're, we're animating 19 shows for next season. I haven't seen the sun in a month. <laughs> Every week they let us out into, they let us change our monitor to like a field of grass so we can sit in the outside world for an hour and then we change it back. 
Yeah. Cast is dope. But it's true, though. I mean, come on. It can't be a field of grass all the time. It's too much. You just have like a little, a little patch of grass on their desk. To touch grass. You gotta touch grass. Um, next, we got summertime rendering, which I thought was very good. This episode gives us a nice other perspective to look at. Right. Yep. We got Hizuru's perspective on everything, pretty much up until this point in the show. Right. The first five episodes. Um. We still. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, day. but um. We still it's don't just after know. The what are you talking about over there? It's just after the funeral. It's still the first day. Oh yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, we've uh, I mean, we've obviously gone back in time a few times from like Shinpei's perspective, because it ends with 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 her being like, "This is not the first time you've lived this day," and he's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> he has tears in his eyes. He's like, "You know." He's like, I, you know. You're my friend. He's like, yeah, finally. Um, which is interesting because it's like, I don't know. It's nice, again, <laughs> we talked about this too. Where everyone he talks to just immediately like accepts what's going on. She kind of has a reason to, though. Like, that's what she does. Sure, but like... Everyone else has no no this idea. Is, this is now the time travel that she's accepted. I feel like everyone accepted the shadow stuff to be like, okay, I get it. But like, she was like, you're a time traveler. And he's like, yes, I am. <laughs> things like she knows about that is like, so she probably has like some experience with whatever happened last time. Maybe he was with her. But she's here yeah, investigating, like, right? I guess so. I feel like we still don't know where her occupation is. I would like to think she's part of some, like, detective unit. Right. Big Japanese equivalent to CIA that specifically works on supernatural forces. Yeah. The SIA. And, uh... Yeah. She is experienced, though. I do like the little moments here and there where she's figuring out who's a shadow. Mm -hmm. Love that. Love that touch. Her in the bathroom with the sledgehammer? Yeah. <laughs> At first, at first, I thought they were gonna like fake us out because she hit the the, the shadow with the sledgehammer, nothing happened. I was like, "Oh, he's real," and then his face caved in. <laughs> like, "Oh, he's a shadow." <laughs> we got she's him. She's good, dude. She's good. Yeah. From the moment she got off the boat, she's ready. She's like, "This guy, shadow. This guy, not a shadow." That mm -hmm. Shinpei, possibly. Don't answer that question yet. We're moving forward with our objective. <laughs> She's zoned um, in, dude. But then I like how that um that sledgehammer scene was mirrored with the uh what's his name? Uh Ginjiro. The the, the Ginjiro scene where he also tests Shinpei's shadow and, and, and snipes the shadow. And nothing happens. It's like okay, he's real. Now I can talk to him. So that was cool. Like one one person succeeding, one person failing, I guess you know, I guess failing in a good way. <laughs> but uh that was cool and uh was was he the same person that Shinpei and Mio talked to in like episode one 
and like learned all the shadow stuff from that like you know he like told the story to them or is that a different old man i think so yeah. i don't know maybe not probably not mm-hmm. um pretty i like that yeah. the uh the the fan service scenes came in clutch this time because it was specifically the white panties and not the striped blue and white yeah. ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The all that gratuitous <laughs> non-Christian finally came into play where it was like, well, I figured out the timeline based on the color. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Oh, you're really, really piecing stuff together. That means he memorized them though. So I don't he know. <laughs> committed them to memory. He's like, and I will just save that. He's like, these are important things I will remember for later. Yeah. He's got like the, the like cork board with like the like the string and the and the pins and stuff. He's like, what does it mean? The pin is like striped blue panties, and he's like, what what is the importance of this? (laughs) Do you even have? There's no string for it, but like 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 for like three episodes, and then now he puts the string on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. All (laughs) All according to plan. I knew this was important. <laughs> they called me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Little did they know. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was good. I think that this is the, f- I mean, this show, I think we scale a little differently than a couple of the other ones because this is two cores, right? So you have to remember that. Um, mm-hmm. It's like right now, instead of being halfway, we're about a quarter of the way through. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like that, that that pacing fits where we are in the story. I feel like they're now settling down. It has ramped have... quite a bit though. Like, like they, again, whenever they drop stuff, they drop a lot. Like, right. Not afraid to just like here's everything that we know so far, or here's like a big thing that's you know going to change how you think about the story. And so I feel like now they're probably going to. Um. I don't know. They might like exchange more information. You know, because I feel like Hizuru has a lot, <laughs> you know, you know, I think Shinpei could definitely benefit from maybe try to figure out more of like what's going on, how to stop him, all that stuff, like come up with a plan of some sort, figuring out who's a shadow. I'm ready for just another info dump episode. This was a nice one because it wasn't a real like a pure info dump episode. It was a nice other perspective and like understanding a bit more. Right. From another side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I was a little wary at the beginning because I was like, you know, at first I was afraid that they were just going to give us the other perspective, and and it'd be like almost a recap episode. So I wasn't excited for that, but like the way they did it, I thought was very good. And like we get to see like the characters that she knows, and like obviously we know that she hasn't been here forever. So like it's nice to see like, especially her character is just kind of funny the way she interacts with other people. Mm. Like, like with her friend, she's like, I don't like you, like, because you're like this. <laughs> right. Oh, that was a pretty funny scene. Yeah. Um, although, in that same, like, little, little slot, um, I liked how, how angry she got at the Shadow family. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Faking the she's emotions. She's like, like, you guys are impersonating these guys. Like, yeah, she was here. so mad. She's like, oh, you, 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 how, how dare you? And I was like, oh, that's that's so good. It's so good for her to react that way. Like, so she already enters the island knowing there's shadows on there. Yeah. That's insane. 
So it obviously goes deeper than what we know. So, yeah, I it. mean, because you imagine it's because you, you mentioned it, um, you imagine it's connected to that other case. It was like 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like that was probably something similar. Like maybe there was shadows. Maybe there's been shadows on the island before, mm-hmm. and they were like they left or they were able to defeat them somehow. And so now it's like, oh, she's using her experience, you know, which explains something you said, right? Where it's like her her um her being found with the shadow stuff makes sense but maybe even time travel maybe she's experienced something like that before with her previous maybe it case. wasn't her maybe it was like someone she knew but then she knows that like that's how it works yeah right mm-hmm. yeah something because yeah i mean she's got like, that her like coming here and being ready it's like okay she's she's dealt with all this before nothing seems to surprise her which I think is what we need because right now our main character Shinpei is very is the opposite of that, which is nice because that's kind of where we are as audience members, of not knowing anything, but it is nice to have like the like experienced. Uh, yeah, she's she's gonna be the mentor he needs, and when she dies, it's gonna, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Next is Nana, but we already talked about that. Recap, all that good stuff. Um, next is the Rakugo show. Um, this is what you were waiting for? Um, I don't know. Rakugo, I kind of just go with the flow. So this was a, it's the small step of progress needed. I feel like this is a show for me where I don't know if there's ever going to be a moment that gets me like out of my seat. It's enjoyable, right? You watch it and you're like, yep, this is nice. Yeah, yeah, where it's like, I don't think that's whatever what this is going for. I mean, it could, and if it does, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just hard for me to gauge this versus our other ones for like, you know, like Megalobox or something, like that's a sports anime, so that like inherently has those moments. Um, you know, or even like like certain emotions of, of other shows that we have. Um, yeah, 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 the show's very unique. Maybe it's like, the death would do it when we get to that part. Maybe, yeah. It's good at pulling the emotional strings whenever it wanted to. Like, the whole, again, like seeing the war, World War II, like go off. Mm-hmm. Like the perspective from there, that was pretty good. We got like a nice emotional tie there. So I think they could probably pull something off again. I mean, I did like the beginning of this episode where we saw some of like young Bond and, you know, just some more of his struggles, right? Because, you know, we saw younger him at the beginning of the show, um, but now I've seen like really younger him and like him like training to be a, a like Geisha and that obviously not working out. And then we see everyone like talking about him um because he's a boy and also because of his limp and so i feel like that just adds more layers to the character like stuff we could have already inferred but for Mm -hmm. us to actually see it it's like oh no like it just makes you want him to win even more and then yeah he's the underdog visibly (laughs) and then for that to never have stopped like even now he's he's doing well right like last episode was a big episode for him very successful in this like you know it wasn't rakugo but it was a performance he's like on top of the world or at least if, if, if that was me i would feel like really good right now he killed for, 
Yeah. But then for him to still, like, a, a significant portion of this episode was still dedicated to him being like, ah, oh, man, Shin is just so good. <laughs> and it's like, dude, just, like, be happy with your own success. We get this nice pivot towards the end, though. Like, obviously, his performance, we see how much it's elevated now. <laughs> that was a question I had for you, because I feel like maybe it went over my head. Did they... Am I supposed to understand why he was better in this episode? Well, it's like, so it's a combination of things. So we have him hanging out with his girlfriend, which is helping him get this idea of what a woman is in his mind. Sure. So how he was talking to like a Suge Roku, like a couple episodes ago, he was like, you don't under, he's like, your women are all like, because that's all you ever meet. It's like you never right. meet someone like refined and ladylike. <laughs> mm. So like, so he's yeah, got so. this like, you know, he's got this like, like, he's got this honed in. Okay, he's like, it's like, boom, built. So then he does the play, right? He does this refined lady, but then he also can show like, at the end, he kind of shows like a, a bit of his true self there, how he really feels when he gets to reveal that he's a man in the mm. play. It's so like he, he kind of gets you know, it's a big confidence boost because then like he he owned it, you know, and he's like, yeah, no, this is what it is though. <laughs> We get to see a little bit of elevation from this now, because now he's not—he's understanding that the Rakugo, or his performance, is for the audience. He was always performing it because it made him feel good, it made him feel. When he listens to Suke Roku, he thinks like this is a good story for me to listen to. He's not thinking, he—he was—it was a selfish look of how he was doing. He wasn't performing for others necessarily. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of mimicking it for others. Gotcha. Now he knows he can. Uh, change stuff or elevate certain things to better fit an audience okay yeah i i like that because i feel like he said to himself for a while that oh this is like i can do my own rock go right like i feel like he said that even shin said that but i feel like this is the first episode or the first performance in which he actually does it and like you know because i don't know it's you know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's easier said than done, right? So, like, you know, you, everyone might have these things that they tell themselves, but then when you're actually able to do that thing that you tell yourself, it's like, oh, it's been fulfilled, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, he, so, like, in this episode, he's finally able to embody his own Rakugo, whereas before he was just kind of trying to tell himself that, that he can do it or he will eventually be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this episode, he finally did, and it's like, Oh, this is what it feels like. This is probably how Shin feels because Shin has been able to do this a lot earlier than I have because he has his own style that that no one else can do really. So now I do too, and it's great. You got it, dude. Yeah. We get to see that change. It's a nice one. It's, it's, it's wow. the uh, it's 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 coming up him now. <laughs> about halfway through the show too so i feel like that was maybe like a journey for the first six episodes and now we have these last six um probably a lot of pain and suffering i imagine because that's that's normally what stories do right someone wins and it's like choppy at the knees <laughs> right yeah. we'll probably get like the next episode is probably going to be like more him elevating what he's doing mm-hmm. yeah maybe some girlfriend troubles who knows 
Did you ever, uh... Did you have field day at school? Yeah, man, I've got field day. Did you have that one event where you had to uh, bring water between two buckets with a cup, but the cup had a hole in it? You like pick nope. up water from a cup in a bucket, run it over another one, and then you'd like compete against other teams and whoever. We never relayed like... enough. Never re. Um, I thought about that because I was thinking about it in this sense, where I was thinking like, "Oh, Bond is killing it, right?" And now. Mm -hmm. Like you just predicted, next episode he might just get even better and better because now he's finally like, you know, he's like cut the bottom off the cup, like like you know, the water's finally falling out, and once the water falls out, it's just gonna keep falling. So like he's he's finally unlocked that part of himself, and I could just keep steamrolling basically, um, because now he's figured it out. He he, he can see the code, right? The thing is, like, this is gonna be crazy too, because like he's already seen Rakugo that he likes to watch, so now he's gonna like view Rakugo differently. Now this is gonna be an open experience, not for just what he performs, but he sees in other performances. Mm -hmm. He may look at you know like a Sukuroko or you know uh, and be like, it's actually incredible what he's doing again. He may become even more infatuated with what he's already seen. There's <laughs> something I love seeing because i feel like even in real life i mean that happens with all of us right with like stuff mm -hmm. that we really like and we we like like it so much that we research it really get into it and then you can look at other stuff in such a new light right like in like in the most simplest of terms it's like you know someone who plays baseball is going to be able to appreciate pro level baseball play more than just a fan right because they they do it so they know you know, oh well no like you don't understand that's not just cool like his stats or whatever that you know the whatever um it's not just cool like you, you don't understand the work that he's putting in to do what he's doing on that level that's kind of what bond is doing now right like you're saying like now that he really the first time in his life he actually understands what rakugo is is he able to learn so much from these performances and, and instead of like you said earlier instead of just copying them trying to regurgitate them now we can really understand like the, the fine details of the, the like legends performances and that will add to him just getting way better way quicker cool. i can do that <laughs> it's like i can do something similar to this i can like do this do a little bend here like oh i can change it like this you like play this up more and like quiet this part down of the story but he he's starting to understand that these stories are his own to tell. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I like that, you know, that does kind of play into something that Shin told him last episode. Where he said, no, 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 you, you don't understand. These people are here to see you. Like, when you go out there, you have the whole audience in your hand. And I feel like in that moment, Bond didn't understand what he meant, but now he does these are his stories they're here to see him he can craft them in whatever way he wants to, to like fit his style and just just go off it's a true thing he's saying like there's all these rock ago performers why would you see one specifically they're mm -hmm. all the same stories <laughs> right and then this is why because it's like no 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 like the performance the, the story is the same but the performance vastly different from each other mm -hmm. 
that's yeah i mean that's that's cool you know that is the thing with like creating stuff it's like at a point you don't want to see the stuff you want to see the creator you want to see the person who, who who makes the thing more than you even care about the product and so that's kind of what what's shifting i think the gears are turning we'll see it yeah <laughs> yeah it's good stuff and then uh lastly we got megalobox nomad i think it's the fan favorite <laughs> yeah the fan favorite I'm a fan. Um, I'm a favorite. Oh, man. <laughs> we have switched the dynamic. <laughs> um, this is another episode of Nomad. We're back in the depression arc. Yeah. This is a lot of sad stuff. A lot more backstory on like what happened. We get to um, see the ending of uh, the entire arc with the... Uh, forget his name pops i'm gonna call him right now Good get to see the nanba nanba nanbu see the end of his that, arc that, yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's it's sad obviously we're we're fans from the first season right mm-hmm. so like we you know we like his character from the first season and then for us to i mean obviously he's he's been dead this whole time but for us mm-hmm. to actually see it um see how it went down you know he went into critical condition during joe's match which is very fitting mm-hmm. um i i i like how they added more layers to their like um you know their like friction with joe where up until this point we have, we've understood that the kids have hated joe because Joe left them. Joe, like, skipped out on them. You know, the Not Pops. True. Yeah, yeah, Pop, you know, Pops died and he was just like, all right, I'm out. I can't deal with it, whatever. But now we learn that he was trying to be with them the whole time, but um, Sacho was like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Never, never show your face here again. Um, He's not going to say no to Sacho either. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, what do you think about their like rationalization of it? Where at the end he revealed that, and they were like, "Yeah, but that's worse." You know, if if he really loved us, then even if one of us told him to leave, he would have stayed. No, <laughs> he, no. He, he believes wholeheartedly that he that he was making the situation worse by being there. You think that they're just saying that because... It's cope. Yeah, they're coping. Yeah. They're because... trying to rationalize now what they've done. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if that's true, then they have to look at themselves and be like, oh, maybe we could have reached out. But, you know, we, the reason we didn't is because we just believed that Joe left us. But he actually didn't leave us. Sacho pushed him out. You know, so now they don't want to look in the mirror. Right? Mm-hmm. Um... I would guess that next episode is going to be them them reconciling in some way. Sacha is still going to be better, but I expect that to happen. I, I feel like Sacha... I would predict that Sacha was going to be the one to bring them together. Because 
just from like a writing perspective, I feel like they didn't have to have that moment where Sacho reveals that, hey guys, I'm, I'm actually the one that pushed him out. So I feel like him more than anyone else is going to, his soft spot's going to be revealed before any of them. And then, again, you, you know, I don't think he's going to like run after Joe and be like, Joe, wait, mm-hmm. I made a mistake. <laughs> like, it's definitely not going to be something like that. I was 10. Yeah. <laughs> I was a kid. Um, when I said leave, I meant come back in like a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid. Kids don't really understand time. You know, like you say a week, they don't really know what that means. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I predict it's going to be him. It's going to be him that kind of brings them together. I, I don't know in what context. Um, because, I mean, I don't even know where Joe's going after this. Like, wasn't he's this his back. destination? He's just, he's just gonna go back to the, the gym again. He's not gonna leave. But, like, the gym is, like, relatively close to where they are, isn't it? Yeah, but like, he's not really meeting them, though. He's just gonna stay there. No one's at the gym. I'm sure, 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 sure. Satya already told him leave and they'll come back, and he's still at the gym. He's just chilling. Fixed matches again, dude. I wonder if it was like more mental than anything else why he lost that match now. Because, you know, this episode did a really good job of like cutting back and forth between the match in the past and the match in the present, Mm -hmm. how much they, they were the same thing. The one in the past made sense, right? Because, you know, they kept saying, oh, he's taking a, he took a year and a half off. It's like that. I mean, it doesn't matter how how good you are. Like in that one as well, like he's also focused on too much. He's like, he's trying to ignore the pain. (laughs) His mind's not fully committed to the fight. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like he, he wasn't all the way there. Um, But then with this one, I feel like. Even physically, he's had a much, uh, a much more recent stint. At least we know this one's fixed. I don't know if he could have won this one, but I mean, he went in gearless, gearless. That's true. That is true. Um, I don't know. I think he did the right thing. I think him getting the deed back them because they weren't going to get it back we we know this for a fact like they there was no way like sacho was not a good boxer and um i i don't think that i don't know that would have been they're not going to pay off anything to get that deed yeah yeah and then even some like other stuff that sacho would have to do to like make it up to the like criminals I, I wouldn't want that to go down either. Um, I don't know. I mean, I get what the kids are saying, where they're like, oh, you just come back and try to win us back. I don't really think that's what Joe was trying to do, though. I don't think he was trying to be like, oh, here's your deed. Everyone love me again. He just did it because he heard that like, Sancho was going to go in the fight. And yeah. he knows Sancho fight for the deed. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen, I hope... If you remember... Joe was about to destroy this man until he realized it was Sacho. 
and then let you know let him hit him <laughs> but up until that point Sacha was about to lose his life <laughs> it's, it's the nice duality at the moment I love that so much like, yeah like full aggression and then it's Sacha no more hands yeah put the hands down <laughs> That was a good episode. It's a nice one. Yeah. Uh, obviously, like, you know, it's not a nice episode, but it's, it's a nice episode. Yeah. <laughs> Quality. Quality pretty, episode. Pretty, pretty strong. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. I, that's all I have. Damn, it's a short one. Is well, it because no, the lack no, no. of that? That was a recap. So that's one-sixth. Because Rakugo, uh, there's not much we're going on. Yeah. Although I feel like Rakugo was the show we talked about the most. I guess that's true. Um, Damn. It's a weird one. Yeah. I'm it was all good of, episodes, though. I'm like kind of tangentless. Something's missing, but I, I don't know what. have at least something to say. Yeah. Is that OJ? He's drinking. No. <laughs> Do you just drink orange juice in your free time? I actually drink mostly water, so... You ever drink sparkling water? Yeah. I think it's weird. Can't do it. It's a bit weird. I can see myself drinking it, though. Mm -hmm. I'll say I normally don't handle carbonation well. Regular water is just so much better. Like, carbonated drinks? Well, not like heavy carbonated? I can't drink them. Yeah. Or it's like, it must be something like the taste or something. I don't have the carbonation. Because, like... Like a smoother carbonated drink, I can definitely take. Mm -hmm. Like like a root beer, I can like drink that probably. Mm -hmm. Like a Sprite. Sprite bends either way, dude. <laughs> I feel like Sprites are like 90% carbonation. <laughs> it's so weird. It's only with the flavor of them. Like, I can't do Coke anymore. Like, for the most part. Well, that's, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you got help. Orange soda? Sometimes. Grape soda? I think I can do that. Pineapple soda, definitely. Root beer I can do, I think. Sprite is like, if I feel like it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure if I drink Coke, like, I just hate it now. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's too sweet or anything. It's just the taste of it and the feeling it gives me. I don't know if I psyoped myself, I gaslit myself into believing that, like, it's bad. <laughs> A different level. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're, like, brainwashing yourself. But then I, I drink water, and I'm like, oh, it's all's, all's right with the world. It's not like yeah. I don't drink, like, sugary drinks. Like, I'll have, like, iced tea or, like, something with, like, absurd amount of sugar in it. And it's like, this is fine. I'm pretty sure it's, like, the carbonation or how it, like, tastes but. I mean, it's gotta be. Mm -hmm. 
It's like most carbonated drinks do. I mean, there's no, like, I don't think there's any health benefits to carbonation. I tried drinking kombucha, you don't understand what happened. <laughs> yeah, didn't like, I, felt, I, I felt like I was going to be sick afterwards, even though I know that's not what actually happens with that. Cause what, it, what is this? Did you, what did you put in this? Is this poison? <laughs> did you poison me? <laughs> it's kombucha, so it's, like, good for you. Mm. It's got, like, the the herbs and stuff in it and i'm like i ah. don't know what's in there like, my stomach's freaking out so i don't like this i don't like it guys i'm pretty sure it's the carbonation it's like yep but like, you seem like the guy who would like drink pilk sometimes just to prove a point me you would drink pilk to prove a point yeah i don't i don't do anything to prove a point you would, you would like drink pilk just to be like the stronger guy in a conversation. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't. It doesn't sound that bad. Pepsi milk. I mean, like we already have like root beer, right? Like like floats, right? Yeah, root beer float. What's the difference? So like, it's so, like pilk is just Pepsi milk. Yeah. It, it, one could say it's essentially a cream soda. Which is good. So, like, how bad is Pilk really? I think it's one of those things where people just... People just, like, hop on something, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, oh, Pilk. Oh, pineapple on pizza. We gotta make a thing out of this. It's, it's like, like no, the one... it's, it's not bad. Yeah. You can just eat it, and it's fine. <laughs> it's like, I, I, again, I, I think I've stated this before. I don't know if I said it here. Pineapple on pizza, I would never order it. But if it was on a pizza that I was going to eat, I would not complain. I would decline. But I wouldn't think you're like a freak for eating it. I would just say, nah, I don't want okay. it. Okay. Okay, so you said that, that's where you stand? Okay, so that, that, that's a good thing. That we can know where we stand on these things. That's good. Yeah. You'd be like, I'm not eating pineapple. But if you eat pineapple, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, I'll eat the pineapple if it's offered, but I'm never ordering pineapple on my pizza. My thing with that is that I just don't like hot fruit. I think fruit being hot is weird. I don't know. I don't like it. That makes sense. I can see that. How would you feel with hot apple pies? Like, was this like a uh, warm see, apple I, pie? Okay, see, or is, so is that, that, is that because now it's baked because... and it has like the, the sugar on it? It's, like, it's yeah, like different. It's baked. It's like in a filling. It's different. So like my brain doesn't so it register has to be like as the fruit. raw fruit. So just the raw fruit, really. If the fruit like changed in some way, like yeah, like a yeah, pineapple I mean, tart or something. Not to stick on pineapple because the issue isn't pineapple, but like you know how like people cook ham and they like have like the, like, like slices pineapple of pineapple. Yeah, that I'm like ah, I don't want it. Get it out of here. Same thing. So they have to transform it for like at least in some way for it to be like acceptable as hot for you, because then yeah. you can separate it from the fact that it's a fruit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, because with like the glazed pineapple ham, it's like it's still the pineapple there. It's just hot still. Yeah, yeah. You have to trick my brain into into being like this isn't a fruit. I'm like, okay, it's not a fruit. Gotcha. Wow, they just took the pineapple, blended it up, and put some sugar with this, and now it's perfectly fine. Oh. <laughs> That's the me. this this is the real method now. You, me making a pizzeria and then make putting pineapples into the pizza sauce. 
is bonding now finally so it just that would just like, be wow. so sweet <laughs> be like, like, is you it, guys is have like really sweet pizza sauce but like it's good like what's in it oh would you like to know you want a pineapple pizza no <laughs> all right i like you blow being, your mind real quick i like the idea of you being the shop owner and you being like really 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 coy about it and then <laughs> like every single customer calls it and they're like is there pineapple in here? And you're like, no. <laughs> you're just like immediately, like, like you're so adamant on denying it. And like, this is my secret recipe, but everyone knows what it is. <laughs> but then why do they keep ordering it though? I mean, I don't know. You got me there. I don't know. <laughs> it works, dude. <laughs> well, he says it's not pineapple, so it must be true. Do you serve pineapple on pizza at this, you know, at this establishment? So, so now they have like double pineapple. Mm. Because then they're just like, they don't know what's going on. what's gotta be I, I think that's legitimately a tactic that we could do we could just pull it off just pineapple blended into the pizza sauce very subtly <laughs> just mix it into the cheese or whatever you know i just thought i just thought something really stupid i was like you know you know because like you're like diabolical plan of <laughs> putting pie in my mind i was like but we also serve like pineapple smoothies right yeah but in this version it's flipped so you blend pizza and you put it in and just like just like you're like evil laugh that i know you would do every time someone orders one <laughs> because it's mirrored by like, oh, here, here's a pizza, and like secretly, you know, you blended pineapple in the pizza, and then they're like, oh, can I also get a pineapple smoothie? <laughs> and, and you just try to stifle your laugh because you know that there's pizza in the pineapple. Just <laughs> like, hmm, is this? <laughs> is there? Is there pizza in this? <laughs> and you're just like, what? No. It's a bit pink. <laughs> so it's it's not yellow. It's not a pineapple color. <laughs> why does why does my smoothie taste just like my pizzas? <laughs> why did we come here? Who recommended us this place? <laughs> It just like hard cuts to you, like, like a montage of you in like various, um, various outfits, like a, like a hitman, you know, like, like the hitman games, you're like wearing like different clothes and you're just like whispering to people to go try out this new pizza place. <laughs> just imagine like Bugs Bunny, like dressing up in all these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going around, he's like, 
good pizza place around here. Yeah, let's go. Mr. Buke Peely, that's good stuff. I think I'm really. I think it's a million dollar idea. I was just wondering, like, you know, like, the food million, inspector huh? comes in. And he's, like, an Italian guy, and he's, like, tasting the pizza, and he knows something's wrong with it. You can't exactly, like, nail down what's with it. It's like, he's like, what is this? <laughs> he really this wants to fail the pizza. He's like, something wrong with this pizza. This is, like, <laughs> like for, like, the Michelin star or whatever. He's, like, he's, like taking the note. It's like, mm -hmm. it's, like, I really want to give them a no-star restaurant, but, like, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what's the problem I don't know what the problem is, but this place needs to be shut down. <laughs> Everything in his body is telling him this place should not function. <laughs> I like the idea of like that man going there and him like in this, this having like existential crisis, and he's like, "What is what is going? What is happening?" And 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 just like as, as he's trying out your pizza and stuff, like a like truck comes because it's like pineapple <laughs> delivery day at your shop. And then you see it and you start sweating. Just <laughs> like, oh, no, no. Oh, how's like today? Having to hide all the pineapple-related stuff or like the weird pizza-related stuff. Yeah. Like he sees you like pouring like the pizza into the blender for like the pineapple smoothie. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm just blending this up. I I can't eat solid food. I gotta. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know how people like blend their burgers? I gotta blend my pizza. Either. I can't really. And you just gotta commit to that bit. You're like, mm, -mm delicious. Mm, mm they're chunky. Mm, good stuff. <laughs> like secretly, you hate it. Yeah. So like, you you like <laughs> trying to take one for the team. And like, you gotta keep distracting him so they can put the pineapple sauce into the pizza. Mm -hmm. To make pizza sauce, so it's really like he keeps turning around to look, and then like it's like you know, the workers are always like not there. And they're working behind, they're like stealthily hiding underneath the counter. Mm -hmm. Like one at a time. <laughs> this is like uh, such a big money bit here. We could sell this to SNL and it would. They ruin it somehow. And but SNL like, would get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> they would ruin it somehow, but like we would make so much money. How would you go about selling this bit to SNL? What would, what would step one be? <laughs> one, find someone with NBC. <laughs> one, buy a phone book. Two, look up SNL in the phone book. <laughs> Three, call the number of the phone book. Four, they don't know who SNL is. <laughs> Five, give them the idea anyway. <laughs> Six, they call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, I see the pizza bit on TV anyway. <laughs> Could you imagine this ending with you in jail and like you you still are able to catch that episode of SNL and you're like, that's my, that was my idea. And you guys, I, listen, I, I, I have a podcast, okay? <laughs> and, I, and we did this bit. <laughs> Just like, all right, all right, guy. That would show everyone who like that one pizza. That would really like just. <laughs> That's the strat.
that that would be the nail in the coffin. You would would win solo. All the art. It's like the perfect win argument thing. Like you're like, oh, I never heard of this restaurant, but then like it's a restaurant that's only known on the internet for putting pineapple into pizza sauce. So like, mm-hmm. they can confirm and be like, you like pineapple on pizza? Why are you lying to me? Stop being a hater. So you like it? Admit it. That's all the restaurant exists for. I think it's a good idea. I don't know how long it could last. Probably a couple of years, but I mean, you can like... A couple years? I think it would last two months. And then people would say, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it would be the... It'd be the only time where we would achieve world peace because the whole world <laughs> would be unified against this restaurant. I think Pokemon Go was a really good time for world peace. I don't know, man. <laughs> Everyone was outside. They were happy. They were... Like, like the first summer, you know, they were all like talking to each other they're like hey what pokemon you catch i don't think i've seen a happier world (laughs) until the pizza shop opens up and then (laughs) the entire world not not only humans animals too animals (laughs) were on the same side (laughs) this man must be stopped Alright, right. Hey, that's a... <laughs> like, man, the podcast got really weird at the end. <laughs> I talk about pineapple, I don't understand. Just classic fashion, you know? Alright. Um, yeah, that's good. We're going uh, episode 7 for everything next week. I'll we'll actually get a full Nana episode, so that'll be great. Um, Can't wait to just watch episode two again. I swear to God. <laughs> if it happens, according to the podcast, I just want to let you know now. This um, will be re-edited on YouTube to say final. And that's how you'll know. <laughs> final. <laughs> <laughs> and in parentheses, you know why. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you, Raymond for stopping by the our in-house studio and uh yeah goodbye to everybody yeah bye everyone i'll see you at the pizza shop <laughs>